This is BPN Radio, your 24-hour Internet prayer station with Dale Gentry and friends. Calling America to pray. A member of the Breakout Prayer Network. Let's pray, America. It's time now for the Warriors Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves here on BPN Radio. Second Chronicles 23.6 says, And all the people shall keep the watch of the Lord. Now, here's your host for the Warriors Watch, my friend, Callie Hargraves. Welcome, welcome. This is Pastor Callie, uh, BPN Radio. We're in the doing our broadcast with Pastor Jack Mooring. My nephew, I'm excited to have Jack hey. on with me today. We're also doing um, Facebook Live for all my friends that want to join me via Facebook today. We've, we've got a great um, show ready, t- uh, just a time with the Lord. And I, I want to give you what the Lord gave me. Um, yes, God. I want to start with what the Lord gave me this morning. Um, part of... Uh, what I'm going to share with you today is really connected to crossover. I believe that the church is at a place of promised land crossover. We are crossing over into what God has for us. I believe we're doing that individually. I believe we're doing that as families. I believe there's a crossing over in churches. And I believe there's a crossing (laughs) over with the church worldwide. And so my sister had read a scripture this morning, and it so touched my heart in early morning prayer. But I wanted to go back and read the whole chapter, first chapter of Joshua. And it's God's commission to Joshua. And uh, verse one, it says, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying. So Moses is gone, and now God is speaking to Joshua. Wow. Okay. And he says, "Uh, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, and you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them. The children of Israel, every place that the sole of your feet will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this and, and this Lebanon, as far as the great river uh, Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, yes. and to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you nor forsake you. Be strong and of good courage. For you, this people, you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according all the to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left, that you may prosper wherever you go. The book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according that's all that's written in it. For then you will make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Have I not commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid, nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Wow. Jack, we are stepping into the promised land. Yes. Yes. We are actually, it's it's no more more circling around the wilderness, uh, no more waiting. We are stepping in by faith. And, um... What, what the scripture that actually your mother brought the scripture up this morning and, and she focused on the verse eight, which said the book of the law shall not depart from your mouth. In other words, God's words should continually be in our mouth, yes. but, but we should meditate it on it day and night that, that you may observe to do according to all that's written in it for then you will make your way prosperous. And I love what your mom said. She said, Notice it says that when I meditate on his word and I keep it in my heart and in my mouth day and night, day and night, that I'm actually making my way prosperous through this choice. Wow. 
It's a great, great promise. And so I want to give you also last week, um, I wrote this prophetic word for a group that I was ministering to. And uh, this morning, as I got up just praying and actually on my way to our 530 uh, prayer meeting this morning, the Lord told me to pull out that prophetic word. Yes. And he added some things to it. And I'm going to release this to you. And this is for everyone that is signed on or will sign on. The Lord is sending angels on assignment to help you do extraordinary assignments. Yes, God. God assignments and mandates from heaven. Angels on assignment for uncommon business opportunities. Angels on assignment for family reconciliation. Angels on assignment for the gathering of the harvest of God. Wow. Angels on assignment for the gathering of the harvest of God. Angels on assignment bringing holy matrimony into your life. Many of you are believing for spouses and you've been praying. The Lord is going to bring it. The Lord will do it. Don't settle for an Ishmael. He has Isaac for you. Yes. God sent his word and healed them. Treasures in the word of God. That's why it's so important to begin to meditate on the word. There's literal treasures in the word of God that will be imparted to you by the meditation of the of, of this word. Yes, yes. I believe God is sending a major Bible revival to the church. Yes. Pick up your Bible, read it, meditate on the scriptures and be healed. The Bible says he sent his word and heal them. While you are reading the word of God, while you are receiving this word, you will be healed from depression. I declare everyone listening today is healed from any sort of depression. God has reversed the curse. Angels have been sent to do what you can't do on your behalf. Yes. Angels have been sent to do what you can't do on your behalf. Begin to request even legal problems and issues that have marred your name. God will send and is sending angelic help to release those marks off your name. Angelic activity manifests will manifest at an optimum level in your life when you and I pray in the Spirit. Pray in tongues every day. Pray in your prayer language. Yes. It's perfect prayer when you are connected to Jesus. This is your reversal year. Everything the enemy has stolen in the last five years, God is restoring to you with interest. Yes. Make a list and watch for the restoration. I encourage you when you get off this broadcast today to make a list and watch for the restoration. Notate the restoration and recompense that is coming to your life. I hear the Lord say, double for your trouble. Double for your trouble, says the Lord. Yes. Buildings for ministries. Monies for remodeling. Healing. Healing right now. God is healing autoimmune diseases. He's also healing schizophrenia and any kind of psychological issue. Yes. You are coming into your right mind. A healed mind. A delivered mind. Wisdom. God is imparting wisdom to make sound decisions, sound, wise decisions. I hear the Lord saying he's healing somebody by the name of Pam or Pammy. God is healing you. You've been struggling with your health and the Lord is healing you right now as I speak. There's somebody by the name of Winston being restored And vindicated. Winston, you are being vindicated by the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, God. Yes, God. I hear a name by the name of Mary Bell. I don't know if that's what your full first name or if it's, you know, first and last name, but God is healing you from trauma and clear sound. A clear sound mind is yours. Yes. The Lord said it's yours. 
Yes. Tristan. There's a young man by the name of Tristan. No more nightmares and no more fear. Freedom and new vision is your portion. And it's coming to you right now. Someone with the last name of Barlow, you've suffered great loss. God is supernaturally restoring you. Even this week, you will see the start of the restoration process coming into your life. Every pastor listening this week will experience a major breakthrough in wisdom and provision for their local church and for their personal family. So I wanted to get these out right at the onset. Uh, as I was going through the names, the Lord spoke to me and said, I want you to give a, um, a corporate word and it will meet the needs of everyone logged on. So I just followed his Holy yes. Spirit, followed the Holy Spirit. Jack, what has God been talking to you about? Well, that was so powerful. What you were just, uh, um, that word was amazing. Um, and, um, and you should post that maybe after this on your account so they can physically see it. Cause okay. that, that's just amazing. I, I want to like dive into that prophetic yeah. word. It's so powerful. Uh, when you're reading in Joshua, uh, what, what, what came out to me is, you know, um, uh, we, we have to, we have to start viewing the Bible as the whole big picture that God is telling. Um, you know, there, there's, there's a lot right now kind of being said about the old Testament right. kind of going, Oh, well, let's unhitch from the old Testament. You know, uh, Jesus has replaced the old Testament. Jesus said, I, I, I didn't replace the law, I fulfilled the law. Right, right. And so, 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 but, but what's so cool about this is that God's, I, I really believe in that word you were saying, God is restoring a hunger and a hunger for the word of God again yes. in his body, because we can start relying on tradition we can start relying on secondhand teaching. Yes. Our favorite yes. Bible teacher. Yes. Listen, yes. the best Bible teacher in the world is the Holy Spirit. Yes. And 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 you can't he can't teach you the Bible unless you open the Bible. Yes. And so I just I challenge all of us to do that. Um, so restoring a love for the word of God, I yes. think is 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 so so huge. But uh, when you read in Joshua, he said, As I was with Moses. So I'll be with you. He was telling that to the children of Israel. Yes. Moses is a type of Christ. Yes. Uh, the, all of Exodus is a type and uh, uh, shadow of the ultimate fulfillment of I'm going to rescue you. Right. Um, um, and, and the Jews saw themselves as slaves who had been rescued. And, and, uh, and, and the Lord saying, as I was with Moses, Moses so, I was, so I was with you. And I hear the Lord saying over us today, as I was with Jesus, so I am with you. Do not be afraid. The same power that raised Jesus from the dead is inside of you. As I was with Jesus, so I am with you. So as he is saying to Joshua, don't you dare be afraid. Don't you dare be scared because, because he's with you. Um, uh, The same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead is, is in you. And and man, that, I just, that highlighted to me whenever you read that. Yes. Yes. Um, and it, which reminded me of second Peter, uh, one, three, um, which was a scripture we, we talked about last week, uh, his divine power, second Peter one, three and four, his divine power has granted to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of him who called us to his own glory. Uh, in, in the passion translation, it's so, so cool. Um, it says this and just bear with me as I pull it up because as, and keep in mind, as he was with Jesus, as the father was Jesus. uh, So he is, he is with you and he's in you. Second Peter. um, And sorry. It's okay. Um, We got time. We're not in a hurry. And second Peter. And I encourage you, encourage you if if you have, uh, you know, Google this right now, second Peter one, three through four, the passion translation um, is it is powerful. Uh, it says this. It says this, everything, everything. I want you to say out loud to yourself. I don't care if you're in Walmart or wherever, everything, everything we could ever need for life and complete devotion to God has already been deposited in us 
by his divine power. Yes. yes. Um, uh, Dusty Hammock taught on this at, at the event we were at last week. And, and, and we really need to get that in our spirits. Yes. And, and that, that's, that's what the Lord was trying to remind Joshua of. He's saying, listen, I'm with you. I'm on your side. I'm for you. You don't have, you're not doing this on your own. You're no. not doing this alone. No. And, and we need a daily reminder of that, that the Holy Spirit, the, we, we didn't get half of God. We didn't get a no. tenth of God. No. We got all of God in us when we were born again. And, 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 and when you got born again, the Holy Spirit came and made his dwelling place in you, inside yes. of you, the day you got saved. You have the fullness of God in yes. you. Yes. So you have everything you need. Yes. And all we have to do is believe and receive that. Yes. And then spend time knowing the character of God. Uh, it's not only do we know God, but we know his character. Yes. We know his precepts. We know what he loves. And as, the be- beautiful part about this is as we read the word, yeah. our DNA is changed. That's exactly right. And it, what it does is it calls to attention your spirit, man, who's perfect. It speaks the language of your spirit, man. You're right, Jack. You know, and, and, and when you read the word of God, when you drench yourself in the word of God, you know, your, your, your body has to get in line with it. Yes. Your mind, your will, your stubborn will has to get in line with it. And, and it, 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 harm, it starts harmonizing your, your, your flesh and your, your will, your, your body and your soul. It starts harmonizing it with the truth. Yes. And, uh, and, I just feel over some of you guys that you need to turn some stuff off. You need yes. to mute some things in yes. your life. You need to cut them out. Yes. Uh, some of it's obviously bad stuff, but some of it's good stuff. Some of it's just like, it might be even sermons. <laughs> yeah. You know, you just need to listen to the word of God. Just, just yes. listen to the audio Bible. Get back to the purity of the word. Yes. Some of you might be podcasts or TV shows or political radio. I don't know what it is for me. For me, it's books. I love to read. And you know, um, you know, I don't read anything bad. I read good stuff. You know, I read Christian books and, and sure. books about history, but the Lord comes and convicts me when I'm focusing on that too much and not focusing on his word. Yeah. And so we just need to drown drench our heart in the word. Uh, uh, Lloyd Buster was here, you know, this weekend and he talked about the word being baptized in the spirit baptizo, that Greek word, in the classical Greek, it's the word they would use when a ship would sink. Yes, yes. And uh, they said, like, you know, if a ship sunk into the Mediterranean, you know, in a battle, they would say it was, it was baptized. It was, it was completely sunken, waterlogged. And that's what the baptism of the Spirit is. The Holy Spirit, who is in us, comes out and, and outflow and baptizes us. And that's what we need to do with the Word of God. We need to sink ourselves into the Word of God. In the Word of God. And sink ourselves in prayer and communion. Yep. I mean, yep. you know, I, I understand your life is busy. I get it. We, are, we all live real busy lives. But here's the truth. We make time for what we want to. That, 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 that's it. And, and so, so some of you are, hear this and are tempted to go, okay, bad girl, bad boy. I need to read my Bible. That's not the message we're saying. No, right no. You know, um, um, I, I, I went to a parenting thing. Whitney and I went to a convention last week because we homeschool our kids. And there was this amazing session, uh, by she's a PhD, um, and, uh, and, and, and parenting and she's just brilliant. She said, you know, if your kid says addicted to their phone, right. She said, this is some good language to use. You say, you know, I'm taking Instagram off your phone right now, uh, because you're spending too much time on it. But she said, this is the language she used. She says, say, you're not a bad kid. I'm not a bad parent, but I love you too much to let you keep doing this. She said, use that language. You're not a bad kid. I'm not a bad parent, but I love you too much to let you keep doing this. And a lot of times, you know, say we, 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 we have our flesh. We veer from the, we, we, we veer from the word of God. Right. We veer from prayer and, and the, hear the Holy spirit saying to you, you're not a bad kid. Right. I'm not a bad parent, <laughs> No, but I'm going to course correct you, but I love you too much to let you keep doing this. And so it's the love of God that's calling us back to, to him. And, and so in the, the word of God is just, it's reminding you who, what God is like and who you are now in Christ. You know, when I read God's word and it, it's like a mirror. Yes. It's literally like a mirror. Yes. It gives me secrets to the kingdom. Yeah. 
It's given me secrets to the perfect kingdom. Wow. You know? Yes. Because, you know, we were thrown out. We were literally barred from the kingdom. Yep. When we fell, when Adam, when, when Adam and Eve fell, we were, we were barred from the kingdom. We had to leave. Yes. We left the perfect garden. Yes. The only thing we took with us was our, was our, our will to choose, our our ability to choose. That was the only thing we got to keep that we received. And what the amazing thing is that what the word of God does, it reorders uh, prayer, prayer and spending time with God and meditating on the word of God. It, it, it shapes our will. It, it, it literally, it submits our will to the things of God. And I know, maybe someone said this last week at the event we're at, but they said, you know, our will, instead of being hard and stubborn, actually can begin to become like soft oh, clay yes. in the presence of God. Have you, have you felt that before? Well, I felt it. You know, how many of you have ever left a time of prayer wanting to go sin? No. You know, or, or left a time of meditating the word yeah. because it shaped your will. That's your will. Yes. Your will is actually now wanting, wanting to do what's right. Well, it's putting the spirit man in yes. control. Yes. And the and, spirit's pulling and, your will. And the spirit is actually pulling the will yeah. and the body into order. But I, I, I think we have this idea about our will that it's just going to be perpetually unruly. And, and but, with, but when we call our spirit to attention and make the spirit walk according to the spirit, as Romans 7, I think it says, that it does, it literally begins to, our will submits to it. It says, okay, let's do this thing. Yeah, you know? I mean, your will, your, your mind, will, and emotions have major functions in your life. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, God's redeeming them. And yeah. And he's in the process of redeeming them. But I yeah. mean, you know, if, if I don't, and my body has a, you know, if I, it, my body tells me not to stick my hand in the fire, Yep. you know, and I'm glad that I feel pain because yes, thank I would God. hurt, I would burn my hand off. And there's things about our mind, will, and emotions that we absolutely need. They just need to be redeemed. Yeah. uh, And Christ needs to be put at the forefront of our lives. And I'm, I'm amazed at how, when I make the decision to, to put God first every day, how much easier making the right choices are. It's so true. You start getting momentum. You know what I mean? And, and the, the Holy spirit, you know, uh, it, it starts to, you know, it, it reminds me of the scripture. It's that, that, that kind of weird scripture, you know, weird saying of Jesus that it says, you know, the person who has um, more will be given to them. And the person who doesn't have, even what they have will be taken from them. Yeah, that's a crazy scripture. It, it's like, what does that even mean? I, I think part of what that has to do is that whenever we begin to walk according to the spirit and begin to experience the treasures of the spirit, it's like God gives more and more and more and more to us. The more we run away from God, the less we have. It it it, it works and it works backwards too. Yeah. And sin starts because the wages of sin are death. Yes. But the gift of God is eternal is life. eternal life in Christ Jesus. And so so like um, yeah, it, there's a compounding effect. It absolutely is. And I feel strongly that we are in a time where there is holiness being brought back to the church. Yes. That there is a you know, there has been a time and a space where God has been very merciful and I I believe he's still being merciful, but there is a true heart of holiness coming back to the church where we're being led by the spirit to lay down our lives for Christ. Yes. Yes. Lay down our lives for Christ. What does that look like? Yeah. What does that look like, Jack? Yeah. I, 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 you know, it's just a, it's, um, I think we have this concept that we're scared of God taking away our toys, you know, our binkies, you know, our, our, our vices. Right. We're scared because, because we, we, we really think that life won't be good without them. Right. And what God throughout the whole of scripture is trying to tell us <laughs> and get it through our, our yeah. thick goals. He's saying, listen, I'm God. I actually do know what's best for you. And would you just trust me? Yes. I, I know it's counterintuitive. It is to die. Yeah, it is. But would you trust me on the other side of death? I I, I showed you what it looked like with my son. I told, I sent him to die and I actually showed you what happens after you die. Yes. Three days later, he rose from the dead Yes. and he, he, that's the pattern. And, and so he said, you can trust me. I'm not going to, I'm not going to throw you up on the cross and leave you there and have you suffer. I'm the the cross is going to be, going to be a door you walk through to get to resurrection. And it's like that for the rest of our lives. He says, I want you to die to this thing. I don't want you to, Hey, listen, 
I know you've you know been looking at porn, but I want you to confess that thing. And you're like, I, I, I've been there. You know, I've been in moments where the Lord has convicted me of sin and said, I want you to confess this. I, I mean, raise your hand right now. If that, that's one of the most terrifying things you'll ever terrifying. experience. It is terrifying. You're like, God, no, can we just do this with us? Like, I don't want to tell anybody. And it's a death. Yeah. It is a death blow. And it's terrifying. But the second you do it, and if you've done this, you've experienced the second you confess, it's like a, a swift death, a swift death that, le- that leads to amazing life. Yeah. And so a lot of this, the pain that, that, that the death that, that God's calling us into, it's, it's a quick, swift death to sin that leads to eternal life. Yes. And, and God, all God wants is our willingness to obey yeah. him and, and to repent, just to repent, yeah. just to say, God, I'm sorry. I repent of that. I, I made a choice that wasn't good. And, you know, I've been serving God since I was 16. So what I'm repenting of today looks different than yeah, I was totally. repenting of at 16. Yeah. Or what I'm, you know, it's, it looks different. That's today. actually a good way to say it because at 90, we're going to be repenting of something. It's just what we repent of will be changing. Yeah. The Holy Spirit will still be convicting us of things. Yes. But, but hopefully we're going from glory to we're not dealing the same thing we did when we were 40. Well, the Bible yeah. says, work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Now, is my eternal place with God already settled? Yes. It absolutely is. Yep. But I want to walk out my life here in holiness, purity, and power. Yeah. Well, and typically what we think of as salvation is our ticket to heaven. Yes. And actually what that word means... It, you know, eternal life is included in that, but, but that word, you know, salvation, uh, is that, you know, that sozo word that literally means, you know, wholeness, wholeness. Yes. you know, work out your wholeness with fear and trembling, you know, before the Lord say, you know, until I'm 90, you know, 120, however late I live, I'm going to be doing that. Lord, make me more like you. You know, I'll, I want to give a personal testimony here about something that God is really, you know, my sister and I, and many of you know, our testimony, some of you don't, you've heard bits and pieces of it, but we were raised the first few years of our life, the most formative years of our life, in the home of two alcoholics. Not one, two. And uh, it was traumatic. Yes. I mean, there's just no other word for it. When I think about a little three, four, five-year-old girls um, yes. exposed to the things we were exposed to, you know, at such a young age, it was traumatic. Yeah. So, of course, God ended up delivering my parents. They got sober they they both got saved. Uh, Cindy and I, you know, got in church, and, and there was a happy ending to the story. But over time, over time, I have had God in times. There's been things in my life, patterns that would come up in my life. No, I didn't drink or I didn't do drugs, but I had abandonment issues. Yeah. Yes. Uh, me and Cindy both did. I yeah. mean, like major abandonment issues you're, because you're when, abandoned. because when you got two drunk parents and the girls are raising themselves, yes. they might as well be by themselves. Absolutely. So over the course of I got saved at sixteen, I am now fifty eight. So we're talking forty two years. God has been healing me in stages, Jack. Wow. And even the last few months, yes, I had started having these dreams and. Uh, one, I'll tell you about one dream where, um, well, actually there was two, two sets of dreams, but the dream that I want to tell you about is I dreamed that we were all in a house and all the, all the family was, and the air conditioning system was hooked up to water tanks in the back, oh, yeah. two separate water tanks. And all I know is that the air coming into the house was being perpetuated from those water tanks. Wow. Uh, I also saw that some of our children were out in the backyard playing near the water tanks. And uh, so I became concerned that the children, somebody would get in those water tanks. Wow. I ran outside just in time to pull two babies out of the water tanks. Wow. And they were saved. And I woke up. I knew the dream was significant. Yes. And what the Lord was trying to tell me is uh, those, those children were not my grandchildren. Those children were me and my sister. Wow. Uh, the Lord was telling me that some of my behavior, even today, is being affected by what's in my backyard. Wow. What's in my past. Wow. And it's not new, new river. It's not a clean, fresh river, river 
an ocean, a, a stream of river, but it's bottled up water that's contaminated. Wow. It's being recycled. Anything that's that is walled up will get stagnant. That's right. Has to so it's something stagnant in my life. Wow. That nearly took me and my sister out. Wow. And it's still affecting my life today because it was in the backyard and it was wow. affecting my today. And so the Lord showed me where that that abandonment spirit, even though I'd have much freedom, it wasn't, I wasn't a hundred percent free. Yeah. You know, a, a, an example the Lord showed me recently on this too was, you know, um, you know, if, 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 if the lies we believe are like a Jenga tower, you know, the, the stack of right. Jenga pieces, right. you know, um, that a lot of times we can build these towers of lies and, you know, our instinct is to go, uh, okay, here's a lie. And let me, let me just remove this lie real quick. Say, you know, um, the, you know, father, God only loves me when I'm good. Okay. Right. That's a lie. Right. And so what we start trying to do is we go to the top of the Jenga and we start trying to remove all the Jenga pieces on top. And I think what the Holy spirit wants to do, he actually wants to reveal the foundation of that lie. Yes, he does. Uh, he, he exposes the lie, but he actually wants to show you where the lie came from, where it started, because that's the bottom of the Jenga pile. If you can get to that sucker, you pull that, the whole tower starts falling. Down. It yes. loses its structural yes. integrity. And you know, you, you ask the Holy spirit to reveal the lies in your life. You, maybe you believe that lie that, that father of God only loves you when you're good. Well, ask the Holy Spirit, where did that lie come from? What Pro- probably has something to do, you know, with, with your relationship with your father. And, you know, um, this really is important. I, I think it's because God is a personal God. Yes. You know, I, I was, I, when I talk about this, I, I'm reminded about the story of the woman caught in the act of adultery. You know, Jesus, she obviously had an issue with men. Obviously. And here she is. Um, she got caught in the act of adultery. She's exposed. A bunch of men are around her with stones about to kill her. And Jesus says, you know, the man, the man rebukes them and says, you know, he has, you know, without, without sin among you, cast the first stone. They all leave. He's left alone with her. This is amazing. He was left alone. says, see, he was left alone with her. And he says, where have your accusers gone? And I think he was trying, being alone with her. He was revealing, he says, uh, he was dealing with a root issue in her life of pain. Some guy, somebody had hurt her, some yeah. man had hurt her. Yeah. And he's saying, I'm not going to hurt you. Um, and uh, you can trust me. And, and he's, then he said, go and sin no more. So he dealt with an identity issue. And then that, that set her free to be free from that sin. And so the, Jesus wants to get personal with you. He wants to get in your face. He wants to get, um, look you in the eyes and say, I want to heal you. Cause he, he cares about your past. He, he cares about your story. He's a God of story. You know, a lot of times we, we throw our past away. Oh, it's not a big deal. Well, no, it's a big deal to God. Yeah, it is a big deal. And, and he, he cares about the story he's telling with you and he wants to heal uh, those wounds. Now he, and, and, and once he heals it, he wants us to, to move forward, go and send no more. Well, I'd like to even express right now. This is so good, Jack, because when I had the dream, I want I want them to know what I did with the dream. I said, God, what are you trying to show me? And he began to tell me. And I said, how do I deal with it? He said, I want you to repent for thinking that I would leave you. Wow. And he said, I've always been there. He said, look at your life. Yes. And so I began to see that even as a little girl, when we were coming across the bridge, he was in the car with Cindy and I. Yes. I, I began to see him in the living room when the Pentecostal lady showed up. I began yes. to see him in my life. When at times when I thought I was alone, he was actually there. Yes. And I said, God, I am sorry for, for thinking or thinking in my mind yes. that you ever left Jeez. me that you ever left me. I'm sorry. I repent because you were all, it didn't matter what the circumstances were. You were always with me. You were always working it for my good. The minute I reconciled that in my heart, freedom came. Yes. I felt like the last, the ax had hit the tree for the last time and boom, it fell. It was like, okay, I have never been abandoned. 
Never. I, my parents might have short-term abandoned me. Yes. But I have never been abandoned. Yes. God has had his hand on me and my sister and our yeah. families our whole life. Yes. He rescued us. He was, he, the restoration and recompense has been astounding. Yes. We have never been alone. So when I realized it was a lie of the enemy that even that I just didn't hadn't completely axed that thing down through repentance, God is the one that reveals and we repent of even believing the lie. Yes. You repent of believing the lie and you receive the truth. The truth is God was always with us. The truth is God saved us. The truth is we would have all been dead and, and, and drug addicted and messed up if God hadn't come in on the scene. Which, which, which actually is, is an amazing thought to think that, to think that God is not good is actually a sin. (laughs) It is. We, you know, it really, really is. It, it's sinning against his nature because he's just, he, he is, he is so good. He's so perfect, you know, and he, he loves us. And, and some of you, you're watching and going like, you know, like the Holy Spirit has to reveal your, your wounds to you. And yes. that's why it's so important to get along with God and let him minister to you Yes, because he will reveal it. And I, I, I want, you know, and, and be persistent in this yes. because it's a process it because is. he'll reveal stuff layer by layer and, um, and, but keep and keep your eyes on him because it's all about him. Uh, and if, if, if you, if you ever, if everything's ever revealed to you, that's not pointing you to him, yes. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, it's not, you know, Here's one of the things that uh, someone that's actually been helping me walk through this process said to me, and I, this is so profound. Any thought you have towards another person that does not, that, that is not anchored in love or does not reveal God's love is your false identity. Wow. Any thought you have towards yourself that is not anchored in love or does not reveal God's love towards yourself is in my false identity. Sin is my false identity. Yes. Yes. Sin is my false identity. Redemption is my true identity. Yeah. And I think that that's too, like we have to define love too a little bit as well as because, you know, our culture, our culture's definition of love is, is sensual and not just sensual in a sexual way, but sensual in the five senses. Yeah, everything is you know, what you feel. It's like, it's all based on what I see, what I hear, what I feel. And the, the Lord, God's saying, my love, you can sense my love. And I, 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 I mean, there's moments where we are just so overwhelmed by it. Yes. But God's love is so pure, so perfect, so eternal, that it actually transcends our senses. It's, 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 it's higher than our senses. It will be there whether you feel it or not. And, and so it, it comes down to trusting that of going like, God, yes, this might even, what, what you're doing in me might feel, as we were talking earlier, might feel a little scary, Yes, you know, confess this or, or maybe, maybe it's, um, you know, go start this ministry or, or go step out and take this risk. That's his love. That's his love. And we have to trust that literally everything he's asking from us is leading us to our good. Yes. It, it, it's it, because, because he is love. And, and if, if we ever have a thought, like you're saying, that says that, man, you know, if I'm obedient to God, it's not going to work out well for me. It's a lie. It is a lie because he loves you. I would never, ever ask anything of my son. If I knew it was going to lead to his demise, demise, yes. you know, I only ask things of him that, that will lead to his, his blessing. And, you know, so, so, so yeah, asking the Holy Spirit to reveal that. Lord, I just thank yes, you for everyone that's listening today. And I just pray, Lord, as, we, uh, as we're just talking and teaching and testifying of your goodness, that right now I want you to just close your eyes and yes. ask the yes. Lord to reveal to you any lie that you have believed yes. that is keeping you from your full potential and destiny in Christ here on earth, here on earth, life here on earth. We know heaven is secure. I'm talking about on earth. Yes. And Lord, I ask you to just reveal any lie that anybody that's listening to this broadcast has believed that is not of you. I ask you to reveal it and then give them the wisdom to repent of it 
and then begin to understand what your word says about their true identity. You are loved. Yes, yes, yes. You are valuable. You are one of a kind. You have an imprint, an imprint on your soul that this world is looking for your mark. Yes. It's looking for your mark. It's looking for your particular DNA. There, there is something to do in this world that only you can do. Yes. And only you can do the way you do it because God created you to do it. And I just declare the blessing of the Lord. I declare the uh, literally that you're going to have so much bravery overtake you. There will be no fear in trusting God to dismantle that any house of lies. Any house of lies. I heard one man say that, you know, that scripture that says that Jesus comes in and he cleans our house. But if we don't keep it filled, yeah, that, that he'll bring devils back with mm-hmm. it. And uh, one of his explanations, one of this brother's explanation was, is it's our responsibility to ask the Holy Spirit to reveal the house of lies. Wow. So that it can be dismantled. Yes. And there's no house for the demon to come back. That's there. amazing. So we want God to well, and, reveal and, and that. He, we, 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 want the, the, we want him to demolish the house that's built on sand. Yes. Because, because we actually, we do have a house in this that's built on the firm foundation, which is already there. We have a house that's built on the firm foundation inside of it. It's called, it's called our renewed spirit. Right. We have a regenerated spirit that's built on the foundation of Christ. And our soul, our soulless real mind, will, and emotions can build these nasty little houses like, like Jenny Donnelly was showing, that right. black little nasty right. house. We build them out of lies and we build them on a foundation that's not secure. And he, he, he will demolish that thing. And I, I, think, of, I think of Jonah. Uh, um, um, he, he, he didn't trust God. God, God said, I'm going to send you, I want you to go to the Ninevites, who were terrorists, by the way. They were, they were the most wicked, scary people on the planet at the time. They were terrifying. <laughs> they were. They were like... They were like ISIS, and they were the chief enemy of Israel. Wow. The Ninevites were. They were horrible, horrible civilization. Everyone in the ancient world was terrified of them. And God goes to Jonah, this prophet, and says, hey, I, I want you to go preach the, to them. And, and basically preach the gospel to them, essentially, of, of telling them to repent. Because God, God would only send prophets to people he wanted to redeem, you know, to give them a chance to repent. And Jonah goes like, you know, we all the times we think of him as a coward, but he, he was terrified, you know? Yeah, it'd be like me having to go to ISIS. Yeah, it was like a Jew going to Berlin in the 40s preaching <laughs> to the Nazis, you know, to repent, you know? And so he runs, he runs. And it was, it was also a race, racism issue, too. He hated those people. He hated their race. You yeah, know? he did. Yeah, was he that, was, was actually a, a real strong, like, Israel nationalist. Yeah. So, so all that to say this. God sends a storm. God, it says that God sent the storm. It actually says it. He said that God hurled a storm at Jonah. Um, and it saved, it saved his life. It, 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 it saved Jonah's calling. And, and I, I just see the Lord hurling a storm at our house of lies. Yes, he is. And, t- and doing whatever's necessary yes. to tear down that house of lies, yes. to bring us back in alignment. Yes. Because some of you, you're called to do what Jonah did. God's calling you to do something that's big. It's bigger than you are. It might be a little scary. And, and he wants to tear down every lie that says you're not good enough. Every lie that says that you don't have what it takes. And, and he's going he's gonna to pull you back into your destiny. Yeah. I, I am at a place in my life, Jack, that I just want to do what Jesus wants me to do. Yes. Um, I don't want to do anything that's in a, out of a false identity. Yes. That's why it's so important that we are rooted and grounded in God's love and rooted and grounded in and become truly what God has called us to be. Um, yes, God. I don't want to, I'm 58 years old. I ain't got a lot of time left on this earth. <laughs> yes. And whatever it is, if it's 10 years, 20 years, yeah. two years, you know, 30 years, I want to spend the rest of my life doing what God's called me to do. Yes. And I want to encourage you to do the same thing. You are, you are an amazing man and woman of God. Yeah, no fear. You have an amazing call in your life. God has worked out everything that you are right now considering a problem. God already has a solution. Yes, he does. And, and in the future, you're already through it. You're already through it victorious. You just got to walk it out. 
You just got to walk it out by faith. And so I just declare the blessing of the Lord over you today. I just, I just declare that God is going to do great exploits through you today. I declare God's going to reveal anything, any yes. lie that you believed, and he is going to dismantle it by the power of Jesus' name. I want to encourage you. Um, we are in the process of raising money for a homeless mission. Now, I don't, I'm going to tell you right now, we don't want your tithe money. Wherever you go to church, that's where your, your tithes should go. But if you feel led to give an offering yeah. um, to this homeless, we are going to build out this 9,000 square feet, and we're going to start uh, taking care of the homeless in a, in, a, in, a, uh, in a deeper way than what we are now. We feed the homeless now, but what we're going to do is we're going to open up the church. We're going to allow them to come in and get showers. We're going to feed them. Uh, you know, They'll be there for eight hours, so they'll get three hot meals. They'll get their hair cut. Uh, it's just a way for us to give back to this community and open up an opportunity for a lot of people in, in this community to serve the homeless. Yeah. Uh, we, we believe it's going to cost us somewhere between a hundred and $150,000 to, to build it out. We've just started raising money. Uh, so we're right in the beginning stages, but if you want to do donate, um, Juan's going to put a link up. It, it will take you to our webpage. And then when you, when you push, when you, you follow the follow the instructions, and it says homeless mission. When you push that tab, the dollars will go into that bucket. And uh, we're just believing God that He's supernaturally going to yes. help us raise the money. Um, yes. You know what? There may be someone out there that that uh, you feel led to underwrite the whole thing. Yeah. And I just declare a blessing of God on you. We we're just following the leading of God. I mean. Uh, to open up a homeless mission is a huge endeavor. Mm -hmm. It's way more than just raising the money. Then we've got to provide staff to take care of it, and it will be a big endeavor. But we believe the Lord sp spoke to us to do it, and we're going to follow through. Yes. We love you so much. Uh, I want to encourage you to sow a seed in this time uh, somewhere. Somewhere sow a seed. We're in a time where God is doing and moving, and this is a time to sow a seed. So we love you so much. Be blessed. And we'll see you next week. You were a lover before time's beginning. And you gave your love freely withholding nothing. Jesus, my Jesus, you can.
For the past hour, you've been listening to The Warrior's Watch with Pastor Callie Hargraves as your host. For more information concerning this program, go to bpnradio.com.